Welcome to another episode of Platform. Today, we're going to be speaking to Michael Weitzman. Michael has been killing it in recent years. He has put out a ton of edits, um, namely Sol and promos for Red Eye Wheels, as well as, I think it was Beats and Blades and something to do with funk as well. Basically, in the last two or three years, he's been regularly putting out content, good content, and writing for sponsors, including REMS, Blade Life Clothing, and Red Eye Wheels. Recently, well, not recently, last year, he decided to stop skating for REMS. In fact, it seems like everyone decided to stop skating for REMS because they've just gone quiet. They're not producing skates, and they're not updating their social media. So I don't know if anyone really knows what's going on with them. He was floating around sponsorless for a while, riding on them skates, and now he's been picked up by USD. In fact, he's just released an introduction section, which was great. Had some really interesting switching natural tricks, some good switch-ups, some clever ledge tricks. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. So going to talk to him about what happened with REMS, see if he can shed any light on it, find out how he got on USD and when that started, talk about his plans for the future, talk about his skating, things that he likes, things that he doesn't like, see what else he gets up to in his spare time when he's not skating. Basically, just find out as much about Michael as we can. Before we do that, though, cue the music. Right, am I pronouncing this right? Michael Witzeman or Weitzeman? Um, neither, <laughs> neither <Damn it>. one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's that's a really common thing. So actually, the real pronunciation would be uh, Michael Witzeman. Witzeman, so V instead of W, Michael Witzeman. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I'm fine with either pronunciation. So whatever works best. Right, I've just totally screwed up the intro then. All right, cool. Um, and just to clarify, definitely from Austria, not from Germany, as some stupid, ill-informed, rollerblading website once wrote. Um, you, you probably mean every single rollerblading website that ever uh, reposted a video of mine. It's always Germany, sometimes even Switzerland, but never Austria, never in the first place, at least. <laughs> so funny. That was like, let, that was the first thing you ever said to me when I met you at winter class. You're like, <laughs> hey, man, you're on wheel scene. Yeah, I'm not German. And I was like, all right, cool. My bad. <laughs> oh, man, I don't even remember that. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense, you spend a lot of time in Germany and you've got a lot of German friends. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't judge people for thinking that that I'm from from Germany. I mean, I would probably think so too, uh, but just it just happened so many times, and I thought, all right, we were trying to get Austria kind of on the map or whatever, and and I thought, all right, I just have to like correct people right at the beginning, otherwise it just keeps happening all the time. Just, but, just need to skate around like patriotic with a with a national flag on all your clothing, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like just like the American flag, but yeah. I just I just try to yeah. 
You you rock like the bandanas, yeah, I mean, so you can you can just start wearing bandanas with a you know national flag on it. Job done. Yes, and next next video is going to be to the national anthem. Right, that's that's all I ask. Just <laughs> clear this up. So we've already had an Austrian on on the podcast. I've heard that, yeah. And uh, you know, Gabriel Hayden had some great stories. So I'm I'm not trying to put the pressure on you, but you know, oh, come on, <laughs> those are big big shoes to fill. Yeah, he's been in the game for way longer than I have been. So there's not even enough time to to get that many stories done. You know, like like I'm trying to I'm trying to come get to that level at one point, but for now, I mean, how long has he been skating? Like twenty years. Pro- yeah, it's got to be about that. Yeah, Ren, maybe even longer. How long have I been living? Like. 24 years so <laughs> there's not even enough life stories to that you know <laughs> he started skating when i was a toddler yeah yeah that's fair enough um weirdly i did try to get some stories about you because we've got a friend in common connor pierce and i was like you've, oh, you've, you've oh, been over man. to visit him give me give me some stories and he said he would but every time he goes over to visit you he gets so drunk that he can't remember anything that happened <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it so every time he gets here we're like all right this time no screwing around you're here for one weekend and we're we're maybe gonna drink one or two beers but we're gonna get some clips and then we're gonna we're gonna stack clips and make a big video or whatever it never happened i think we once tried to get clips and just we just got shit faced the day before and when we tried to go to go skate, we had about two hundred clips and not a sing, not a single landed trick. Nice for one whole day. So yeah, that's pretty much every week. And Connor's here. Yeah, I gave my nickname after. Remember uh, when Second Gear came out and he only had three clips, and I was like, "How many?" I was like, "How long were you there for?" And he was like, "Oh yeah," like he's like, "I went a couple of times," and I was like, "So I nicknamed him Captain Three Clips," and that, <laughs> I've been sticking with that ever since. But he did tell me about a time you two almost got arrested. Yeah, that was that was exactly the same day when we got like that two hundred no land clips. So that was that was a horrible day, actually. Why would he tell you that? <laughs> Was that the day he bruised his heels on the stair set? Was it that day? Exactly, yeah. exact, exactly right, that okay. day. So a lot of things happened that day. We we were trying to get a couple of street clips done, and usually you go over the uh, uh, you go across the border to Liechtenstein or Switzerland or whatever, and uh, the spots there are way better than here. And we were like, all right, let's, let's do this. All right. We, it had, it was about minus three degrees or minus five, maybe. We're like, never mind. We have to do it. There's, um, tomorrow's supposed to be even worse. Then it started, uh, it started raining and we just went to the border. Like I, I, I was driving and they pulled us out and they were like, where are you going? We're like, we're trying to skate in there. And they're like, you know, uh, you know, it's minus five degrees weather, you know, and it, at that point it started raining too. <laughs> and they're like, all right, I need you to step out of the vehicle. Then I forgot my driver's license. He forgot his passport. So we were just, we, we could have been 
any, anyone any, yeah 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 and, the, yeah and and they were like all right so this is you're you're supposed to be living like five minutes from here and he's from england and you're both going to Liechtenstein to skate and they, they were obviously questioning our story so we opened the trunk to show them the skates and i still i still forgot i forgot my chalk bag from um from when i was going to climb i'm, I'm usually climbing during summer okay. and i forgot that so it just looked like a big bag of cocaine in the back you know yeah i open the trunk i open the trunk and i'm like fuck you wouldn't you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe what, what this is you know like it like i'm not only skating i'm also climbing and she's like yeah sure i i kind of believe you i i try to believe you at this point but then we we had to they had to check like physically check everything if we were uh smuggling drugs or whatever and it was horrible <laughs> but at the same time it was probably uh the funniest story ever like connor was still pretty hung over and I was trying my best to, yeah, I think I was hungover too, so I shouldn't have been driving at that point, but we got out, we got out safe. They even let us across the border and, and let us skate, but yeah. Oh, how much better All would that have been though if, if he got Connor drunk and then the next day he got accused of drug smuggling and got a rectal examination all in the one weekend and bruised his heels. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been the best skate trip ever. <laughs> exactly that's that's pretty much that pretty much sums up the skate trips with connor or at least his skate trips to when he when he comes visit us right (laughs) cool noted um (laughs) congratulations on the new sponsor usd skates with the intro section that came out yesterday um when when did you get on them um and how how did you get on usd i mean so I, I quit, I officially quit REMS in November. And after that, I was like, all right, what should I try next? So um, the market's pretty much open now. I could buy any skate I want. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go for them skates. They, they, they were kind of, yeah, they, they looked interesting. And um, I mean, Marius skates them and Fabian skates them. And I was like, all right, they got to be, um, they got to be cool to skate or whatever. So I tried those for, I don't know, a month or two. No, it was about, it was exactly a month basically. And then I saw the Sways and I was like, all right, let's go for the Sways now. I like the Dem skates, but I wasn't done trying, trying other skates. And then I had this, the Sways and I posted a clip of them and, and Eugen was like, Hey, can I repost it on the USD page? And, and then we, we were just, um, texting back and forth and he was like yeah if you if you like the skates we might have an open spot for you just text me whatever if you if you feel like it and i just kept skating the sways for a few weeks and i was like all right i feel like those those skates might be uh, they might fit even better than the dem skates and i was getting really comfortable with it so i was like all right let's go for it if it works and I think about a week later, I got the email from Sam, um, where he officially introduced me to the team. And I was like, all right, let's get to work now. Try to get an edit done. At least before summer, because um, I think they have a a team video um, planned 
in spring or summer and i wanted to be announced before that came out and not just to to be having some random clips in a in a mixed video you know okay so That's right so pretty much it with the so the sways that you're skating and the introduction edit you bought those the white ones yes right and I, I, I mean, what, what am I talking about? I only skate the white ones. I, yeah. I, I changed the sole plates um, at one point because I got the black sways too. And those I, I, I got for free. And I thought, all right, I don't feel like going um, to black skates now. So I just changed the sole plates and kept skating those for now. Ah, right. Okay. But I have it on the side. Nice. So are there any other models you're wanting to try or are you going to, or you want to stick with the, the sways for now? I'm really, I'm really um, into the sways for now. I feel like the Aeons might be worth, worth trying. I don't feel like uh, the carbon freeze might fit my, um, my foot or my style or whatever. I, I don't really, I haven't, I haven't tried them. I haven't, I even met uh, someone around here who has them, so I could just try them on. So maybe one day, but for now, I'm gonna stick with the sways. I would, I would have thought you might have liked like the carbon or the carbon freeze because they've got a kind of similar aesthetic to rems. Yeah, I mean, I heard uh, when when Ryan Parker was talking about them, I was like, all right, they might be even a better fit than the sways, but I don't know. It's just some something. Uh, like this voice inside of my head keeps telling me, "All right, now, now you found a skate that that you that you really like. Stick to it now, and maybe one day you'll you'll try another another skate." I'm like, I'm really focused on that one model all the time. It's just like always the same frames and always the same boot. Skates are yeah, skates are really weird. I think that's one of the things that makes like rollerblading like less less accessible than other extreme sports because like with skateboarding unless you're you know amazing at skateboarding you can just pick up any skateboard and be able to use it you know it doesn't have to be the perfect thickness or whatever and with a bmx as long as it's in the general size that you can fit on you can just adjust the saddle same with you know like a scooter but with skates i've i can think of maybe five skates i've ever worn like i've rollerbladed like 25 years I can think of like five skates I've ever worn that don't hurt my feet. That that's crazy. Like, but I I know what you're saying because uh, once this kid at the skate park came up to me and it was like he was he wants to try skates and I was I had some skates in in the back of my trunk so I, I told him he could try some of them out and I opened my my trunk and I was like five pairs of skates and each one was a similar was a was a different. A different kind of skate and i was like you have to try basically all of them <laughs> right so you know so you know if if there's actually one that really fits your foot or if it's just like, like you said there's so many um different t- uh just types of feet and and all that like i have really wide feet and um for instance some of the the razor's boots didn't really fit me and I was worried that the sways might be um, too narrow for my feet, just like the Dems were in the beginning, at least. And yeah, so you you basically have to tr- you have to try a lot of skates, but once 
once I'm, uh, I feel like I found a skate that fits my foot. I, I don't want to change anymore, you know? Yeah. Plus it's annoying. Yeah. Like it's annoying, like relearn. Well, not relearning, but just, you always have to adjust your skating a little bit for each skate that you try, because some tricks like them, I find them harder to do negatives in. So I just stopped yeah. doing them as much or you get other you know, you get other skates that are easier for top sides, like, you know, things like rims that have got like nice flex or uh, yeah, like fifth elements that have got a lot of flex. So top sides just become really easy and you start doing a lot more of them. And yeah, so I find that if, you, if you're changing skates all the time, you're each time you're just kind of continuously having to get comfortable on them again. And I, I don't understand why anyone would want to do that. Yeah, and when I was when I was thirteen, uh, I switched from Genesis to to SLs and lost my torques, and I was so mad. Like, <laughs> I, like I I put on the skates and they, they felt all right and and whatever, but like after, still after two months of skating, I didn't I didn't really get a, a good feeling on the torques, and I was like, is this the right thing? Should I just go back to the old Genesis? Should I like this dusted up skate? Should I just put them back on my feet? Um, yeah and horrible yeah there's certain tricks you're willing to give up like there's certain ones that you're like oh i don't really do that that much enemy or i don't really enjoy them that much (laughs) yeah i can i can lose those and then there's other ones that are like deal breakers and you're like no i'm not skate if i can't do this trick i'm not skating these skates so yeah um back to the promo promo was amazing really liked it like the the mistral the top mistral switching natural but there's there's i've I've got a, well, I've got a few bones to pick with you. One, all right. Do you top sole and sole on different feet, or is one of them yes. switch? I thought that you're one of those weirdos. <laughs> I knew it because you do the drop rail, the curved sole, and it's yes. on your right foot. But then you do top soles every time I've seen you do a top sole <laughs> on your left foot. Yeah. What is that all about? Yeah, I basically learned the top soles from the switch up. So I learned. Mizus and soles with the right foot and like all of the all of the uh, standards with the right foot and top sole was the first uh top side trick to come out of a switch up so it was just like mizu top sole or sole top sole and th- that's how that's how we how we learned it i learned on the flat on the flat rail so the first time i tried it on a on a ledge it went horribly because i i didn't really know how to to actually bend that top so with the left foot but i kind of got the feeling to it so i just put in the extra effort and learned it that way and now it's just the regular the regular top so it you, doesn't you, make you fish, any sense you fish brain with the opposite foot that you top so with that's weird yes can you yes. switch fish brain then not really <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I always try my best, and sometimes on a good day, uh, like on a flat rail, I, I might I might be able to switch fish quite easily. And and there are just other days where I just don't feel like it, and it doesn't work at all. Okay, no feeling at all. Yeah, right. I thought because I watched I watched your intro one, and then I was like, wait a minute, am I just imagining this? <laughs> and I went back and watched your other sections, and I was like, he never topsoles with the other foot. But he always sews with that, and I was like, right, okay. I thought that's what might be happening. <laughs> um, there was something else. You're right. You're sponsored by Red Eye Wheels, right? Mm-hmm. But you weren't yes. wearing red. You weren't the Red Eye. Don't make green wheels. 
when are they green <laughs> and, <laughs> and in your usd introduction edit you're skating a flat setup of like greeny blue wheels all right that that is my bad on the color correction like or maybe the camera settings no i i got the the um the teal the teal ones what ones are those uh the new 50 uh, 55 millimeter ones all right okay i thought i thought yeah. you might have been no, skating I skated the some... whole setup same setup for the whole video okay i thought you might have been because i know you're a, i know you're a fan of basement so i thought you might have been rocking some basement dead wheels and just got busted for it all right now but uh i'm gonna I'm going to be more, more, more careful to like really show the real colors of the wheels. So okay. no one's ever going to call me out on that again. <laughs> Are they, so have dead, have uh, red eye wheels, have they released these wheels yet? Or are they, are they not out yet? I don't think I've ever seen those. I think, I think they released it now. Uh, there's been, there's been so many delays last year on, on the red eye lines and then on every skate I, I basically was interested in. And I think they, they now, they finally shipped them out to, to shops, but I have no idea. I got a, a box for the wheels here, so I'm, right. I'm covered. I don't care. <laughs> is it, is it someone's pro wheel or is it just a, just a generic? A, yeah. Just a regular one. Right. Okay. Wheel. Right. Yeah. I don't think I've seen those ones yet. Um, all right. Okay you've i did notice there was there's only one negative about your usd introduction section you've committed one of the ultimate blading edits sins you've used a song that's already been used again yeah someone someone told me already like i tried my best i even i even asked i asked marius for the uh if he had a, a good song that i could use for my introduction and he sent me a spotify playlist and out of all the uh all of all the songs that he uh, that he listed, I actually chose the one that's been used. Right. Apparently, I don't even know which video. So, oh, did the person not tell you what video it was? No. Right. Okay. Uh, do you know who Jochen Schmuder is? Yes. <laughs> right. Do you remember the clip clip video series? It was like a European yes. video magazine. I think it was either the second one or the third one. They had a mo- like a montage in it, and it, it definitely oh, used that. Because so- as soon as it came on, I was like, I know, oh, okay. I know this. So yeah, that's pretty. But we'll we'll let it slide. Quite a lot of people have been doing it recently. I had to give uh, who else? Uh, Casey Garrity did it recently. He he took one from Vine Street, which I was like, you've definitely seen Vine Street. And really, it wasn't. It was like the second. Pretty sure it was the second Vine Street as well. And he was just like, oh, must have not remembered. Um, really, he, I don't. He had his like. In what uh, video? I think it was the first the first quesadilla section maybe and i had I had the song from one of the like og section in vine street too all right i'm gonna i'm gonna write that down i wanna i wanna watch that later <laughs> i mean I, i've seen i've seen it already obviously but i didn't really pay attention to the song that much so um <laughs> so you must have made that section in quite a small space of time then because, and I've noticed this yeah. as well, that you must have, you, there can't be hardly any spots out, out your way because in at least three or four of your most recent sections, there's repeated spots like the drop rail, yeah. the ledge outside the skate park. I, I love how you can see you skating a ledge, but you can see the skate park in the background and you're like, <laughs> why are you not skating the skate park? Um, 
that the little rail that you do yeah. the zero fishing that's been in quite a few of your sections as well which one now is it zero ah, ah yes yes yeah, now, yeah. um and there's one, i've noticed yeah. there's quite a few spots but then you've got good spots yeah. that don't get repeated you've got a, you've got a chrome undercover rail the one that you do what are you doing it i think it's near farewell rims edit you do a cab driver down it and it's like that's that seems like the perfect spot it's a chrome rail on the it's, left it's uh uh it's in Liechtenstein. I, we can't go there right now it's right, pretty okay. strict actually so yeah that, that's the problem that's why uh why there's so little diversity in spots in this video so the spots that i skate in this video are strictly just around here like a uh, maximum 20 minute radius with car uh, right okay um so when when you got on usd do they tell you like do you have an official position or do they just say you know we're just going to hook you up with skates like how did they did they give it a name or a label or anything no there's no label to it yet and um with that uh with that quiz question being asked i'm actually curious myself right now so <laughs> this is this is something that i that i gotta bring up well I'm gonna wait a bit now and see how how well the announcement edit actually turns out, and then I'm gonna. I don't know. It seems to be going down well. I, I looked at the comments, and the comments were looking positive. Everyone, no one seemed to have anything bad to say. Um, yeah, because it would be interesting to see if they're putting you on like Flow or Am or you mentioned. So Sam's obviously mentioned as well, and I think who else. There was someone else who had, uh, I think it was Eugen, said that, yeah, there was meant to be a European tour last year to film for a video, and it never happened because of coronavirus mm -hmm. that they're planning on doing this year. Has there has there been any talk of you being allowed to go on the trip with them, or is it only the pro riders that are allowed to go on it? I think it's um, this is only for the pros. I only know that they want to make a team video um with clips from everybody just from their hometown okay but i haven't heard about a, a tour yet so i'm gonna sneak in on that one yeah maybe, maybe that, i just know that last year <laughs> they were planning and hitting a few places around about europe with yeah the guys in the pro team but it never happened yeah um, all right okay so have they told you like what what's expected of you or what you need to do to keep getting like do they expect you to put out i don't know a section for every pair of skates you get or or is is there an agreement at all uh yeah there's i mean basically just um i'm i'm not sure if it was for every pair of skates i get but i have to make like a, uh, like full sections here and there and they they really rely on the social media presence yeah which shouldn't be a problem but right as for right now i can't get any more clips it's snowing again and yeah so yeah, it's, but now now you've got a like, section worth of stuff you can just put out like a clip every few days and that'll that'll last you weeks yeah and so so that my whole section is uh on my instagram clip for clip for clip yes yeah. yes exactly that's or, perfect each day just put up see if you've got like the b-roll like the slams for each like so you can show you attempting each trick you can be like oh here's what happened on that trick here's what happened on that one and then it can be like i'm trying to help you out here right many, i'm, try, I'm trying to make this last i'm trying to make it yeah. you know you can drag out this Th section you, as long yeah. as possible yeah. on social media <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying my best on that one anyway but uh 
to be honest, I don't have too many faults from my last video. It, it actually happened quite well, except for that top mistral bale, which you can see right at the beginning of uh, when I posted the raw clips at the end of my uh, of the announcement video on the curve rail. That was probably one of the worst falls I, I took in a long time. Like it doesn't look that bad, but it just like I fell on my stomach and it just like the whole pressure from my stomach just went up my ribs and then like in my uh, in my throat and my my head and I had a, a really bad headache afterwards and I was like all right am I having a stroke now or what's <laughs> happening this is this is really bad and it was only my second try and I couldn't let the trick go and I was like all right no I have to land it now it like you can't just you can't just get hurt and then leave on this trick like it's not this is not like falling down a big drop or whatever. Yeah. Can at least fight through that. <laughs> that's the, so that's, that would, that would be the natural top mistral. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See, see, I'm figuring <laughs> it out now. I'm figuring out your weird approach to blading. Right? No, you, you, you were only guessing. No, because yeah, because you do all the other top sides on that foot, but you do the top sole and the other foot. Yeah figured i think i've figured it out now but every one of my friends does the top mistral with the left foot because we all do royale with the right that, foot so you have the backslide yeah. and that's why that's why I was, um the switch top mistral worked out pretty well actually and that's why for uh, for some time i tried doing uh top mistral regularly with the left foot but it didn't really work out i don't feel safe on that I think that's one of those tricks that's actually quite easy to do switching natural because you can do it natural like it's a royale and then you can do it yeah. switch like it's a sweat stance but you just tweak your back foot so I, I think it's one of those ones you can kind of cheat yeah it's it's probably the easiest one to do switch um, I, I think it is yeah yeah oh like my i'm terrible at switch and that's one of the few ones that i can do so yeah i would agree um you're also sponsored so you're sponsored by is it blade life as well and red eye wheels so how did exactly. you how did you get on them because like greg's greg's got a really weird team of just <laughs> random people from all over the place that i'm guessing he's just met on trips or talked to online but it's when you actually like list them all together, you're like, they're from really all over the place. Cause you've got like Bobby from yeah. Israel. You've got uh, Francis Ali from, he's from Switzerland, isn't he? Or Belgium? No, nah, he's, he's from Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. Right. And then you've got random Austrian guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just that one Austrian kid. No one, no one talks about. Yeah. Yeah. You got Josh Glowicki. Exactly. Yeah. Prado. I think Bernal is on the team as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Even I lost lost track of it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, uh, Kaleo as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so how did you get on? Didn't Greg tell you anything? Didn't you like try to get a good Greg story out of that too? No, I didn't. Ask. I should have asked Greg. <laughs> that would have been see amateur. Amateur. See, you should you should be helping me. You know, do do the research. I am now for, for yeah. the next. Time, well, it's yeah. too late. It's too late. But, you know. <laughs> um yeah so uh, how did you end up getting on blade life i'm glad you didn't ask greg at that point because he would have been talking shit anyway so i don't know if you if you saw this once um he did a, a q a on instagram just like where an, anyone could just type in random questions okay and 
he asked the Blade Life account uh, answered them. And the, the, there was this one question uh, where someone asked if they had a team. So he just listed the whole team. And then in the end, he said, and yes, even you, Michael Witzemann, you're also on the team. <laughs> so like really just right at the bottom, just so you can read it. So like even you, bottom drawer. So how, because I've seen that you've been in previous videos they've done as well. There was one, oh, what was, there was one where they went on like a European trip and you had a couple of clips in that. In, yeah, in Poland. That's the one, yeah. In Poland, yeah. That was, uh, I mean, I was, I was actually meant to join the, the trips afterwards, but I couldn't join because uh, I was busy with school and I didn't have any money. But I mean, uh, money-wise, it wouldn't have been a problem, but I just couldn't uh, get any time off school, which sucked. But um, yeah, I mean... When did I get on Blade Life? I don't even remember that. I was about to say, can can you remember how you got on? <laughs> no, you're, like, you're looking puzzled right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to figure that out. Like, I was wearing Blade Life long before that. Like, I, I was always, I was probably always the first one to buy their stuff. Like, right when it came out. Like, I like, I like being labeled Blade Life. I would, uh, I'm always wearing stuff where it says Blade Life. Okay. Just, I, I really, I'm really rocking with that um with the brand name just itself and i think at one point uh greg just noticed that uh, i've been putting out a lot of content on instagram and i've been present on many contests so he was like yeah um he really uh, he, yeah he told me that he was really liking it that i'm always representing blade life and i'm always wearing their shit when i'm filming stuff or when i'm at contests and at one point he um he just added me to a facebook messenger group and i didn't know what group that was because there was no title to it and then bobby just randomly texted ah fresh blood and i was like all right i think i think i know what's going on and then he he, he just introduced me he didn't even ask me if i wanted to join he he assumed that i would be happy to join well you know saves you buying all their clothes now you can now get yeah. stuff for free yeah job done <laughs> Um, so how did you end up getting on red eye wheels then because that's quite random for a company that's based in florida i think it is to pick up yeah that was that was actually super random because um i saw this new instagram channel which was called red eye wheels and they just had this weird announcement uh and i don't and i didn't know what to do with it they just uh where it just said something new is coming up or uh, i don't know did you see that it was like two years ago i think yeah maybe I, I can't remember but sounds familiar and then they just announced the wheels and the first riders and uh i saw the 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 red 55 millimeter wheels and i was like all right those look really cool um but they're not here in shops and every time i ask a shop owner if they um if they were getting the wheels they were like oh, yeah we have to wait until they reach out to us or whatever so i thought i'd just uh text them on their channel They're, they'll probably be uh really responsive since it's a new channel and i was like uh if they uh, had contacts with a shop in europe or if they were shipping stuff over to europe or if i could just order it um, at their online store or whatever yeah and 
the response I got was, hey, uh, now that you're asking, why don't you want to just join the team? And then, by the way, it's John from, and I was like, all right. So this is this was not was what I was expecting. Yeah. Like, they just randomly uh, asked if I wanted to join. And like, yeah, I was trying to just just try some wheels, you know. Like, uh, I'm always trying. I was always trying different wheels because every set lasts about two weeks max. And even so even I, when you're skating flat. No, I mean when I was skating flat, it was. It was actually up to two months, but still not that long in my in my in my opinion. Because you keep mentioning skating flat on fifty fives. Like if you're skating flat yeah. on fifty fives, surely they should be lasting a fair amount of time. They do, they do now. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, but I, but I think before I tried, I think the last one I tried was Eulogy, and for some reason Eulogy never worked with me. Like okay. I tried them for three or four times. And they just kept breaking. They, they just kept crumbling under my feet at, uh, at one point. Yeah, I was skating for three weeks, four weeks, maybe. Even when oh, I was man. skating flat and then just they just missed a piece or, yeah. I haven't, yeah, I haven't skated eulogies in years. But yeah, I used to skate the Manti and they were, yeah, they were all right. Skating flat 55 is quite an old school setup. Like that's the kind that's the kind of flat setup that pro skaters used to ride in like the late 90s. What where does that come from? Um the the whole thing skating flat in general came just when I think Marius was the first one to try skating flat. Okay. And I noticed that that he was he was really enjoying it and then I noticed uh, on several social media platforms that Austin Pass was really promoting flat skating like four years ago, maybe already. And he actually uh, wrote an article uh, of to why it's better to skate flat. Right. And, and he actually wrote there that um, he used to skate 55 flat and it's the best setup that he could imagine. And Somehow that just stuck with me. So and I was you like, get, you get sucked right. in. So Austin yes. Paz is responsible for you skating flat, right? Okay. Oh. Yeah, Austin Paz definitely made a uh, big impact on that. Okay, I thought it, I thought it might be like a basement connection or something because I know that uh, the Kelsos skate really small wheels in flat setup, which I just find quite funny because it's that. like if you're skating wheels that small, it's basically an anti rocker setup because. <laughs> The, the wheels so are not that much bigger than grind wheels <laughs> so you're like okay cool i don't i don't really know how much benefit you get from skating that small if the wheel's that small even if it's flat it's yeah i don't know i don't know didn't, didn't they at, uh, at some point you um sell 52 or 53 millimeter yeah. with loads really of loads of pro yeah. wheels like um julian but actually even not that long ago, Murder One wheels, Julian Baz Pro Wheel, I'm pretty sure it was like 52 millimeters. Loads of pro skaters used to have like Josh <laughs> Petty, um, like Julio, I'm pretty sure they had, yeah, like small flat setup wheels in the low 55s. It was a really, it was a strange trend. I think they took it from like skateboarding or something because skateboarding used to have really small wheel setups. But yeah, it was a weird one. I guess the frame technology wasn't there either as well. The frames all had like really small H blocks. So yeah. if you tried to have 58s in there right. and did like a Royale or a backslide, you'd die. So Just yeah. Straight up die instantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so 
How long you were riding? You said that you quit Rems in November. How long were you riding Rems for? I was on Rems for uh, four years now. I was because I was like, it feels like it's been a few years, like at least three years, right? Okay. But I was skating uh, the skates for, I think, even two years before that. Right. So I was just, I was always, yeah, like, like I told you, I was sticking to ramps because they fit my feet and they felt comfortable. And so I just, just kept going with the new model they were releasing. Okay. Which was, by the end of it, was just that one for two years. I was about to say, when did when was the last time they even released a skate? Because they didn't release one. They didn't release one in twenty twenty, and did they have one in twenty nineteen? Yes, they had one in twenty nineteen. Uh, I think they dropped it in October. Okay. The HR two point five, the the all black skate with right. the spider on the back. I remember and, seeing the spider graphic thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I got the, uh, a prototype of that in. I think late July or mid August or something. And that was actually the last skate I got. Wow. That is well, considering how much you skate, that is a long time to be stuck with. You, you wouldn't want to see the skate now. Like <laughs> what it looks like now. <laughs> looks like someone's ran over it with a car. Right. Cool. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, like how how did you even manage to keep skating it that long was it not did you not have to like change every part on it yeah um at first it, it worked out pretty well like i was always asking for new sole plates and backside plates right before they before they broke off like especially on the right foot where you do royale set slides just the one part of the sole plate always breaks off yeah so when before that happens i see it um i just uh, I texted Marco, can you send me some new stuff? That always uh, that always worked. But at some point, it just like, I think it was with the beginning of 2020, even before uh, the whole Corona thing, uh, I just didn't get any response anymore. And the only person that I actually, uh, that actually told me what was happening with Rems or what's happening in general with the brand or with the distribution was Yotank. Okay. He was the only one who actually knew something and was actually, uh, actually took the time to uh, text me the whole situation. So when you say Marco, you mean Marco that works at Sunshine Distribution in Germany? So, yes. And he was always good at responding to you before? Yes. But So did you actually, did you ever like email him or phone him and just say, you know, what is like, what's happening with REMS? Or did you ask yeah, him? Yes, sure, to, sure, you, I did. And you got no response. At for um, sometimes no response, and then I uh, I was texting like, "Hey, dude, I really need new parts or a new skate." Actually, at this point, what's happening? And then I got a response. Sorry, we don't have anything here. Um, I'll hit you up if we got something. And that was it. I was like, "Do you even know when that's gonna be?" Like, yeah. I don't, I, I can't skate trash skates forever. Like summer is about to, to come up and I don't want to be the guy at the skate park with the most fucked up skates. <laughs> you're like, which, you're like aren't, ended- aren't you meant to be sponsored? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, aren't you meant to get free stuff? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, why, why does your skates look like shit? 
that's been that's been kind of the running gag through the whole last year like the whole group chat always every time something bad comes up they're like yeah this could have happened to you as well right uh, you're like mike you're like uh Mikel, are you coming out with your your homeless person skates today like, yes, <laughs> exactly. yes, thank you yes do they have bullet holes in them yet um, <laughs> yikes so that is like that's kind of been a running theme with the podcast whenever i speak to anyone that's skated for sunshine they've always said the same thing that the communication has just been terrible and that's been one of the main reasons why they've left because even when they've asked direct questions being like when is this happening or when am i getting this or you know what's happening with this they just won't get a response or they'll get a response and then speak to a fellow team rider and the other team rider's like oh i get told the complete opposite of that yeah. So you're, you're saying you were asking for parts, you're asking for skates, and not only were they saying, you know, you can't get them right now, but when you're like, well, can you tell me when? They're like, no. Yeah, exactly. That that was that uh, the one response that I got through the whole year. I was like, do you have stuff now? Uh, like, do you st have stuff lying around now? I need new sole plates. At least that. Come on, man. Like, my skates are falling apart. Uh now we don't have anything and and one time i i got i this this is a good this is a good moment now uh once i actually got the response that if i needed new parts i can get them for 50 percent off i was like are you kidding me like you're actually trying to sell this now so it went from it went from we have no stock to give you to you it was can, the other way around. For, first, can, it, first it said uh, only with fifty percent off, and I'm like, what the hell's happening now? I need my I need my stuff. This this was never like this. I know that coronavirus and all this this kind of uh, taking a bad uh, bad turn here, but still, this is soul plates I'm asking for. It's not like uh, like I need a lot of things yeah plus and then afterwards yeah we don't have anything anyway <laughs> plus if there is like a if there's a change in terms to your sponsorship it's their responsibility as the company sponsoring you to tell you that and be like oh you don't get free stuff anymore because you know you're a flow rider or whatever and say this is what the new situation is but if you're just asking for stuff and they're like oh well it'll cost this and you're like well what wait a minute what yeah. why, why is it suddenly costing anything yeah it's like all of a sudden this happened and yeah but like i said afterwards it was just like yeah there's nothing around anyway and then in in the summer um yo once posted um a picture of of a package he just received with new skates and and spare sole plates and frames and and everything i was like what's happening now am i getting stuff too now and and he said yeah he he really had to put pressure on on the brand now i'm like all right i can try that too and i i was like all right now nah. now he's just he he must have got this stuff lying around so he's probably has some he probably has something for me too so i just texted uh text them again and they were like no they tried their best and they were searching around in all the warehouses and whatever to get this stuff done for you there's nothing else uh, around i'm like dude just tell me that you don't feel like looking for stuff and you don't feel like uh looking after your team riders that at this point i was really pissed and i mean i 
I was uh, playing with the thought with the thought of leaving, but that actually sealed the deal. I was like, all right, so nothing nothing works. I waited a whole summer for new parts. Everyone's making fun of my skates. Skating <laughs> skating's not fun anymore because uh, every time I jump off a off a ledge, my skates could fall apart. This is not really fun. Yeah. Plus, it's just such a kind of strange. You would think I would start to get the impression if I was you that they were like, oh, maybe they just don't want to sponsor me anymore. Maybe they're not. And but it kind of yeah. sounds it kind of sounds like just all production slowed down or production just stopped and they just didn't want to tell anyone. Yeah, kind of. But uh, that's why we kept asking if the brand is go um, is going down. Are you are you closing your doors? Because I would like to know that. Yeah. You know, but I think I think they're at that point now. It's just it's just time to tell to tell everyone. But I don't know. Maybe they got new new projects in the work in the works, top secret or whatever. But they can have all the new projects in the works they want. They don't have any team riders. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I literally can't think of a single person still skating rims that was known as being a member of their team. I mean, Rob from from Australia is, uh, is still skating rims, and Rob he's Kellett, frequently yeah. getting yeah, and I, he's frequently. I is he on the team? Skate. I didn't know. I didn't know if he was sponsored by Rems or not. Okay. He is on the team, and Kato actually to, um, meant to put him on M, but that was right before everything kind of shut down. Okay. Like the whole communica- communication just shut down at that point. Did anyone like? Did you or Yo or anyone? Because mm-hmm. um, oh, who's the Latvian? Was it Estonia? Estonia. Uh, Evert. That uh, Evert is it Lubja? Lubka? Oh, I'm gonna picture his name. Lubja, but Lubja. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Did any of you guys like reach out to Kato to see like if he had anything to say about it? Because I, I know that he's obviously I think he's sold most of it or part of it or whatever to Sunshine. I know they've owned a part of it for years, but you would think you would think that if you contacted him or a bunch of writers for his brand contacted him, he would at least have the good manners to respond. I, I actually, um, I reached out to Chris Heffy at one point because I thought he would be the only guy who had Kato's uh, phone number. Mm-hmm. So I would text him on his phone and I got a response once, which was just like, yo, Mike, what's up? And from that point on, I think he blocked me. Like, it feels like it because because I haven't got a response ever since. Halfy blocked you, or no, Kato not Halfy. Kato, yeah. All yeah. oh, right, but, so so Halfy passed on his details for you to contact him, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I skipped a, a few steps right. there. <laughs> so, and he's never responded to any like social media messages or like Facebook or Instagram or anything. No, 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 no. That's so strange. And like, I wasn't. Uh, I I thought. Sorry, uh, I thought. Uh, wouldn't put any pressure on because uh like corona hit uh some people really bad and you don't know what what people are dealing with uh in life personally so i just thought all right you take your time but i think after six months you would have the time like five minutes to just respond and tell me uh this is the case and this is where we go in that's all, all i was asking actually yeah, it's very. It's it's strange that he would just give no update because 
even if the brand was dying, you would at least think, you know, everyone's already got that impression anyway. Like the whole, everyone on social media already thinks REMS is dead. So what difference yeah. does it make telling people, like just confirming it and going, yeah, we're, we're done. Or at least trying to save some reputation and being like, oh, things are just taking a little while, but we'll, we'll be back up and running soon. Yeah, I think we're actually even past the point now where people are um, asking, is REM still alive? Like that question, I haven't read that question in a while. I think a people lot, yeah. are just people are just assuming now, all right, it's it's gone. Like everyone left and there's no update from the brand either. No, uh, no statement to what's happening. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty much I mean, impossible. To get their skates yeah but you said you said <laughs> yozink got a package last summer but he he basically quit like a few months later like he put up a post on social media maybe three or four months later so yeah you, you're saying he got a, a new pair of skates last summer and in, in 2020 yeah. somewhere somewhat last summer i think in july or august also he got a, a new skate and a new package and all that i remember that was really that that was actually furious because <laughs> He got like, that. Yeah. He got a How come he package. gets it? How come he gets yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I get it. He's pro and all, and he's the last pro that was on the brand at that point. But I'm the only other rider on the team. So there's it's, two, it's, it's two a pretty people small team. team. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, see, if we were like 50 people and they were like, all right, we got three pros and they get stuff, the rest has to wait. I would get that. But this is only one other person. And I feel like at that point, it was really, it was just like, all right, you just try it. You just, you just figure it out on your own. I mean, you got stuff to, to work with at home, like duct tape or whatever, fix your skates. You know, I don't, they didn't I don't, say that. They didn't say that, but I felt like they were, they were trying me. Okay. On that. I mean, the, the only people that should be duct taping their duct taping their skates are like teenagers who can't afford new skates, or you know, if you live in a third world country and you cannot access skates, no one in the Western world, you know, should should be in that position where you're having to do that. Yeah, so so I thought at that point, yeah, no point of me just sticking to something that's that's going nowhere. Like I wanted to skate, I, I just. In the end, I just wanted to skate skates that are not totally ripped. I I, I don't think that's an unreasonable <laughs> thing to say. I think most people, no. you know, I don't even want to skate skates that are particularly, you know, if, if they're dirty enough, I'll clean them to make them look better. Like, I don't want them falling apart on me. Same. Um, right, okay. So it seems to have worked out well, though. You're on you're on USD now. Thing could be the start of something like where where would you like it to go with the brand like do you have any like aspirations or hopes to take it anywhere or yeah i mean aside from the from the typical thing like um just a big house in california pro status and a, <laughs> and a good salary <laughs> you, you want to live the razor's dream well you need to get back on sunshine you need you need to be nice to andy now you've, you've... Uh, yeah like just just try to, to party with him and on Miami Beach or whatever. <laughs> Andy does like to party. Andy does like to party. I've seen some very good memes about Andy and, yes. his, Andy and his partying. Yeah. Um, yes. And if you follow the right people on Instagram, you see some really funny reposts of his stories. 
which yeah it's been a it's been a good laugh here and there but kind of it kind of makes uh like leaves no question open why so many people left razors too like i don't know what happened with razors but i'm guessing it's just the same thing same thing with rams I mean, it kind of seems like Andy has the problem. It seems like most people have a problem <laughs> with Andy and that's why they're leaving Razors. Yeah. Um, people keep sending me memes. Like they'll, <laughs> people, I don't follow him on uh, Instagram, like his personal account, but people who do will screenshot his Instagram stories and then make memes out of it and just be like, it'll be like, um, you know, sorry, Derek, no royalties this month. Things are really tight. <laughs> and it's like him on a beach and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not posting this. I'm gonna get, I'll get killed. So yeah, but I've I've had some really funny ones. Um, all right, okay. So do you keep in touch with any of the guys that were on Rems, like you or any of the other guys, or basically with all of them? Yeah. Okay. Like, um, I I frequently text Joe uh, just about like what he's doing now like i don't even know what what his plans are now if he's hooked up by by Rosies or whatever oh yeah because uh, he's riding fifth elements yeah yeah but i don't know where he's going with it but i'm guessing i'm guessing Rosies reacted to it i mean i guess it would be a smart move of them or actually i'm sure it would be a smart move of them um yeah i mean he puts in the work he's friends with bobby so yeah could be i, I don't know Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, I, I would have yeah, thought, thought he would have used his uh, Eugen Ennen connection because him and Eugen skate together a bunch, and they've, you know, they've made edits together. So I'd have been, I'd have been like, dit, dit, dit. so uh... yeah, that that I thought too. Yeah, like I thought so too. Like it, it, it would have been probably the easiest way for him to to just uh, get on another brand. But I'm guessing he likes the Fifth Element so much that he's just stuck with those. Maybe yeah, probably. Um, so you said you, you. I'm sure you said to me you were doing like online classes today. Or is that for college or university or what? What is it? Nursing school. Okay. Whoa. Right. How the hell are you meant to do that remotely? Um. Yeah. I mean, we do have we do have certain things that you can only do in person, obviously. But if it's just about uh, learning theoretical stuff you can just always learn that on on zoom which is horrible we've been doing that for a whole year now yeah and it's plus it's going to get to this well from people my um, my partner's a doctor and she's basically saying that like people that are still in university they're either going to have to do an extra year or do an extra whatever because there's just practical things that they cannot learn from learn like studying on a computer and it wouldn't be safe for them to go into the workplace not having had the experience or not having done you know such and such so i can't imagine it's that much different for nursing like what what kind of nursing is it you're studying um like what 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 did you ask now what kind of yeah like what what nurse are you like because obviously there's different types there's like you know there's psych like psychiatric there's pediatric there's or is this is just just like a a general uh school in general so to uh to become a nurse if you want to go to any uh specific kind of station you have to 
do uh, an extra year at school or right. just learn while you're at work. Um, but I'm in the third year now already. And we did lots of, of practical stuff in the first and the second year. And we still have uh, like some days we have practical uh, practical classes, which is just like four people from the class or five people from the class, which is super weird. But I think we can, uh, or I'm sure we can just uh, finish uh, like every other class. We don't have to do an extra year or whatever. But it sure is weird. Uh, but I think we did we did learn the whole, the basics, everything you need to know and everything you need to have learned. We still have the, the regular um, exam in the end or all the exams in the end. So nothing has changed in that point. It's just harder to learn the, the theoretical parts because you're mostly just at home and teaching them all to yourself. You just have your big ass books uh, in front of you. And yeah, I, I imagine it's got to be difficult to stay motivated because mm. at least if you're going to, is it college or university college? Uh, I think it counts as a college. It's, college. Uh, it's definitely no university, but like, at least if you're going there, you've got, you know, your friends or your schoolmates to that. It makes it a little bit easier to study when you've got other people to study with when you're doing it on your own. It's like, that, that takes a lot of motivation to be able to keep, you know, stimulating yourself to do it. Definitely. Yeah. Like the, uh, you really, you really feel the difference. Like, like the other day I just woke up five minutes before the lesson and I just turned in <laughs> camera off and then I just back to sleep, just yeah. drop back there. Yeah. They're like, they're like, Mikhail, are you, are you there? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, one of your eyes is closed. <laughs> you, you okay? <laughs> why, actually why can we see your bed? And, what was that? <laughs> I actually once missed a question like they were actually calling me out and they were like uh Michael could you ask could you answer me that um that question I, I got a question for you I didn't even notice they were talking to me like I just in the end I uh, somehow heard all right it seems like Michael's not here um all right I'm I'm gonna check that later and I was like all right now this this is taking bad turns now <laughs> wait a minute they they call you Michael so does everyone does literally everyone no, pronounce your name me, wrong? No, they call me Michael. Right. Obviously. Okay. Right. But Mikhail, right. I, th I think it's it, it sounds kind of weird when you're talking English all the time and then you just drop that Michael, yeah, <laughs> just in the middle of it. it doesn't really it's, fit. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be so irritating coming from a country where yeah, like English isn't the first language, and then you have to you've obviously spent all this time learning English, and then you have to kind of like adjust you're like on native words to make them sound more English or something. You're like, why am I, why am I having to do this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's got to be yeah. so weird. What have you just done? Like you, you just my took beer a drink. Just, my beer just spit at, at me. Like I, I put it down and just popped back up. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is he's gone blind. What's happening? Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Only so one eye. Oh, that's, you know, you only need one. Um, so when, when are you meant to finish your course? Um, I'm meant to finish on September 1st. And then I have this, this one year. Month. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's not far. That's like less than six months. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just 
finished a, a, a big ass paper this um, this month, just in the beginning of this month, and we're uh, basically having exams every other week now. So now it's getting serious, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the end is. I mean, uh, yes, finally. So three years, no flexibility. Does that mean this is going to be the summer where you have the big final blowout and try and do as many skate trips as possible and then start work life? Or are you going to start work life and then be like, well, now I'm earning money. Now I can go away more. Like, what's the what's the future looking like? Uh, I'm finally, uh, I'm hoping that I could arrange work so I can get to skate more. Okay. This is actually, so actually the plan, the plan for the future is to skate more. Or as much as I can right now, because uh, money-wise, it, it shouldn't be a problem. I just need to make sure that I don't work too many hours, which shouldn't be a problem right now, um, and that I actually have the time to to skate as well. Like I know a lot a lot of people that are working lots and lots of hours, uh, so they have enough money to to go skate or travel or whatever, and then they don't have the time to travel so that's, because they're stuck at work all the yeah, time yeah that's the problem yeah so it's it's one of those weird things that when when you're younger and your body's in the best condition possible to skate like you know your late teens early 20s you've literally got no money or no way to like <laughs> earn money because you can't get a decent job then you get a decent job and or you get older and you start earning more money and you're like oh i've got I can afford to go to Blading Cup or, you know, like Winter Clash, whatever. And then you're like, but I've got no time to skate. So now I suck at skating, but I've got money to go on these <laughs> trips. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to balance. Um, I'm trying to make my way through now. <laughs> okay, I hear you. Uh, so do you, do you have any plans for this year? Like, have you got, well, obviously it's coronavirus depending, but, you know, do, have you got anything like planned out your friends written that you're wanting to do? Oh man, there's so many things open, like so many plans that I had before that are just now always being pushed back. So basically, basically I just trying to get, I'm trying to get out of the country for a few weeks to skate again, or just somewhere other than, uh, uh, than the same town uh, as right here. So I just, want to get around and skate a bit no particular plans so far because uh from what i know plans are just uh just not gonna happen right now okay. because next week they're just gonna tell you yeah you can't uh you can't travel anywhere and then the week after that they say all right we, we're gonna try it and then two days later they're like all right so many corona cases you're not going anywhere happened so many times now okay well, to give to give you a ray of hope, I think we should do a, a, a dare, right? We'll do a dare for money, right? All right. So I'll I'll pay you thirty euros if you shave Mar <laughs> Marius Gale's head. The next time you see him, if you shave Marius's head, I'll pay you thirty euros. I think he would. Yeah. All right. All right. No. Because no, he he next. looks weird with long hair. I don't like it. <laughs> I can't. It, it it freaks me every time he puts a clip up on Instagram with those big black curtains. It just it, it doesn't look right. What? I, I can't handle it. 
I love that. No, he, he looked he looked better like with the the shaved skinhead. That I find it so funny as well because when I interviewed him, he was like, "I'm never growing my hair out again." He's like, "It looks so weird." He's like, "I hate it. I look I look so stupid with long hair." And then <laughs> then he puts up this thing on Instagram and he's got massive black hair. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, he tried tried a few interesting things. I would say like first the blonde hair and now the black hair. See, Which I, I like both enjoyed, I guess. I like the, I like the blonde, I like the, the blonde hair, the yeah, the 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 German Justin Timberlake look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> that really fit the whole vibe, yeah. German How far, how far away are they from you? Because like you you seem to hang about with them like fairly regularly. Uh so they used to live really close by, like uh 40 minutes okay. with the car um but now they move like uh both the brothers moved to stuttgart which is two and a half hours away now that's still still not that far but then you're going across borders so that makes it harder but yeah yeah it's okay and i try to make my way over there as um as much as i can as often as i can but um it's a difference if you have to just travel 40 minutes or two and a half hours obviously <laughs> obviously i mean this is true i live in scotland if if we drove if i drove for like two hours two and a half hours i'd be at like the top of the country and i'm pretty much in like the bottom left right now so yeah yeah two and a half hours i would i would reach water so yeah um nice <laughs> but yeah two and a half hours in a car is not that yeah i suppose you know if you make a weekend out of it if you go on like the friday and come back on the sunday night that's yeah not, yeah it's not that bad yeah that's that's what we do anyway so this like the typical the typical weekend just friday right after uh like work or school or whatever just drive up there and hang out for until sunday nice um so i know you've literally just had a section out like yesterday <laughs> But what's what's the next project, or are there any other projects you're working on, or anything that's going to come out this year? Like, have you got anything planned? Uh, nothing in particular. I'm just trying to uh, get more clips, which is now really hard to to do. Like, I had kind of a, um, I was kind of stressed on the last project because two of the filmers um, that I had for this video they uh, moved away. So one of them lives in Germany now, and the other guy is just on tour with his girlfriend um, in their van. They're just somewhere down in, in Spain now uh, for climbing and, and whatever. So those were the two filmers that I filmed most of, uh, of the tricks of uh, the video for. And now there's basically no one left to film with. Um, yeah, more or less alone. So the last two clips I filmed, uh, they were filmed by my girlfriend. I noticed that. I noticed that a, a woman, was it, oh, what's her name? Fl- Florence, Fl- is it beginning with an F? Uh, there's an F, yeah. Fink, Hannah. That's it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I was like, that's a bit random. Yeah, that's got to be the girlfriend. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, you also may notice that two clips are static. That's because they were solo clips. Right. So that was just the, the tripod. 
So is this is this your way of saying the next section is just going to be filmed totally on a three sixty cam and it's just going to be you holding, no, no, holding the camera no, out no, in front of you? No, and, no, yeah. no, 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 bottom of the of the video like i don't you can, really you can just set up the tripod and it can follow you around yeah i've i've seen it many times but <laughs> mostly like if if it's mixed in a regular video like a, a video that you filmed with another camera it really takes uh, down the quality like i mean i have to i have to bring an example here right okay so the, the julian bar video yeah oh they yeah i know what you there mean there was 360 cam footage in it and i think this is just not necessary because you had good fisheye clips in it and then 360 cam footage and I, I thought all right you just could have gotten someone to film you there because there are people around it did look strange because it was like the whole video the whole video was looked like it was filmed on like a dslr or a mirrorless camera yeah. and then there was like two random 360 cam maybe even only one I know one of them was the torque slide clip. I remember that. I yes. There may have been another one. But yeah, I just remember thinking that kind of looks at a place. Like it doesn't look like it belongs with the rest of the footage. Yeah. Exactly. So no uh, no plans on 360 okay. cam footage in the next video. Um, that was a tough weekend for Julian. Like Bobby's, Bobby's section came out on the Friday, which was amazing. Sam Croft's video came out on the Friday, which had just like seven minutes of stunts. And then yeah. Julian's came out on the Sunday was like maybe only less than two minutes long, had like 10, 15 tricks max. And it was just nowhere near. Yeah. W those guys had obviously put months and months of work into it. And Julian's looked as if it was filmed in like a week. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. Like I, I watched the first two promos, the, the one from Sam and from Bobby. And I was like, all right, this is, this is a solid weekend for inline skating. Like they yeah. really they both dropped uh, something at 100%. I couldn't, I, I couldn't say anything bad about either one of those projects. And they both really, they, it really matched their own style. So I was like, this is like high quality content. And then Julian's piece dropped. And I was like, oh, yes, a third one. And, I, and after I watched it, I was like, all right. It, it was a little disappointing. Yep. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a big Julian fan. Like, I think he is. Same. I genuinely think he might be one of the most like naturally talented skaters there have ever. He can just seem to do everything, but that one, that one was a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just didn't, or at least to me, it feels like he didn't really put that much effort into it or at least not, not nearly as much effort uh, compared to the other two guys. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. Like definitely. I mean, the fact that it was, it only had that many, clips in it alone shows that not a lot of time was spent on it um but then you don't know what's going on with restrictions or because yeah like i know that sam's sam's basically took the better part of two years to, or a year and a half or something to film i think he said i'm sure he said they started filming it like before coronavirus last year maybe or something like that so yeah um so it'd be they did have their time yeah yeah um how long have you been rollerblading 
Uh, I love I love how when awesome. I ask you basic questions and you you're like I don't know. <laughs> no, it's now um, twelve years. That is quite a, okay. That's a lot longer than I thought it would been because uh, um, someone asked me to get Marius on after we'd done the interview and I'd started doing podcasts and they were like, "Oh, you need to get him on." Yeah. And I was like, "I've already had him on. Like he's he's got an interview on the website." I was like, "Just go and read that." And they were like, no, but I want I want to know how like younger generation get into rollerblading because obviously I saw it on TV like the very first time I saw someone doing a trick on skates was on Sky Sports. So mm-hmm. how how did you see rollerblading for the first time? Uh, actually, the, at the at the point where I was starting to um, to roll around with inline skates, I didn't I haven't seen anyone do tricks with it like. I just felt like rollerblading was cool. Like I, I, I saw people skating on the streets, like with regular rollerblades. And I was like, this is, this looks fun. I want to do that too. And uh, randomly a guy from, from my school was just going to the skate park with K2s. Okay. And, and then I met another guy there and he showed me a video of, of Chris Haffey, obviously. That'll you have do to it. Start with Chris Haffey video, yeah. And Although, if I saw Chris, I'd be like, if I saw Chris at Chris Haffey section, I'd be like, I'm not starting rollerblading. Like that looks like that's terrifying because everything he does is huge. So I'd be like, well, I'm never going to be that good. <laughs> yes. So what's the point? <laughs> yeah, well, at, at that point, we just we just watched that and we didn't really uh, we couldn't really relate to it, obviously. Yeah. So we just saw it and we're like, yeah, that looks cool. I want to try that and. And then, yeah, uh, as soon as you try your first trick, you're like, all right, whatever he's doing, it's not possible. <laughs> what he's doing is really hard. I've just realized how hard yes. what he's this doing is. is. Yeah. This I'm, is I'm, actually harder than you would think to 70 torque on a handrail. I've, yeah. I've never, it looked so easy. <laughs> How's he jumping off those things that look like two story buildings? How is that? I don't, I don't get it. Right. Okay. He, he makes those look quite small. That's weird. Yeah, and that's... also we had that that conference mag where in the back there was this uh, this picture of Demetrius George doing that Truspin Topsoil on that shoulder high uh, curved ledge. Yeah, I know the one. And we only mean. saw and we only saw the picture. Like we didn't know uh, what was going on, and we just saw the picture and we're like, "How the hell did he get up there? There's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing that." Uh, and we're like, "All right, what if he like came in far side? Is that even possible?" And then uh, we were like, "All right, maybe he just stood up there and and did a fake a fake picture." But then you can see his hair was moving, uh, yeah. he's like shaking, and he's looking back, and we're like, "He's grinding backwards. How is that possible?" And from that on, we just looked at his, his feet position. We we're like, "All right, this looks like like this, like a sole position," and so on. We we started to to start our first grinds. Right. Okay. A really weird approach. <laughs> that is, yeah, it's quite funny. Like, I, obviously, you're at the skate park sometimes, and you'll do a trick, and some little kid will come up to you, and they'll be like, "God, how did you? How do you do that?" And I'm like, "Oh, you just practice, just practice over and over and over." Exactly. And you, you get it. It just takes time. But then with the Demetrius George thing, like, there's people that have been skating for like <laughs> 10, 15 years, and they see that clip, and they're like, "I still don't understand how he does that. Like, he shouldn't be able to jump that high. That doesn't make no. sense. Like, he's jumping up to his nipples in a true spin topsoil. <laughs> like, true spin topsoils are hard on most things. Never mind. Yeah, something that height. But yeah, he's a freak of nature. I don't, I don't understand how he can jump that high. It makes no sense. 
No. Also, I think true spin top soils might even be the the one trick that I can. How how can I how can I say it? like this is the one trick where I cannot jump on high spots like. Uh, I could jump higher in the sole. I could even jump higher in true top horn, but true top soil just doesn't work on high spots for me. Oh yeah, because your ankles, your ankles are just in that totally unnatural position on both feet. <laughs> yes. They're just bent the wrong way on both legs. So yes, yeah, it's, it's not normal to jump that high on that trick. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, right. So we've we've discovered that Demetrius George is a freak of nature. Right. And then, so what what made you stick with it then? Because that's really weird that most. I like I'd seen people rollerblading before in the street and I was like I've got no interest in that it looks you know it just looks pretty boring just rolling about on skates but I had no interest in seeing people skateboard down the street either I was like well it's quite boring too it was only when I saw someone do a grind on them that I was like oh yeah I want to do that like that that looks fun so what what made you stick with it um so yeah I mean uh it was it, it was one fact that uh, some guys from my school I discovered uh, were rollerblading. So there was already a, a small group there, but we never really watched videos uh, of, of pros or anything. There was just this one guy who had videos of Chris Heffy on his phone. And I think a section of Brian Aragon at, at one point, but we we weren't really into watching all, all, videos. All those, we just... all those relatable characters, Chris Haffey and Brian Aragon, two like exactly. the, the most <laughs> freakishly talented people the sport's ever had. Man, I, I would probably exactly. quit just after watching those. I'd be like, nah, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really watch too many videos anyway. So we were just at the skate park trying random weird stuff. And I, f- I found actually some of the old tapes i had a, a really old uh camcorder with me and and i filmed some of the tricks we filmed and it was just horrible it was just straight up the weirdest stuff that you that you would imagine being done in a skate park like no skill at all we just jumped off this like it it, it didn't even make sense it didn't look good it was just like yeah could you do that yes let's try it and and somehow this this was just so fun that um i couldn't wait like when i get when i got back home i couldn't wait to go to the skate park the next day okay. and it was just it was just a, the thing about trying new trying new tricks and and then playing game of skates was probably the one point that really really made us all stick to it yeah let's Best go there's, there's nothing there's nothing better than just completely destroying one of your friends at a game of skate <laughs> it's great and then then holding it over them for like days and weeks afterwards until you play another game and you're like oh and they start talking shit about you and you're like oh you weren't you weren't that great on thursday though were you like yeah when i took all to, those letters off you <laughs> <laughs> to this day um I, I still get made fun of for a game i lost six years ago or seven years ago because um, I was really bad at doing sweat stands on, on square ledges. And my friend just did a regular sweat stand, 360 out, then a switch sweat stands, then a switch half cap sweat stands. And it just kept going on and on. And I, I couldn't do anything. I, I fell on my hip every try and just got destroyed. That's, that's, see, you don't even have to be the best skater. You just have to be the most devious. Like, 
I've got friends. That are, yeah, I've got friends that are way better than me, but they just can't do like fakey tricks. So I'll just do everything <laughs> full cab, like all the basic grinds, but full cab into it. And they're like, "You're a dick," but they can do true spin <laughs> yeah. anything, and I can't do it. So it's yeah, you just you just use people's weaknesses against them. It's great. Exactly. Like uh, I watch people do do a certain trick, and then I see, all right, the way they're standing in that trick, I know they cannot spin 180 even 180 out in this direction so this is what i'm going to do next trick and then just watch them struggle and yeah. i'm just having the best i'm having the time of my life while they just be cursing me out and they're like all right fuck you i'm gonna do that and that trick and i'm just they're just waiting for me to fall or whatever yeah it's not it's not about being the best skater it's just about understanding who you're skating against and how to exploit their weaknesses yeah it's great yes um <laughs> I've got, I've asked you so many questions. I've got nothing else. I don't even know how long we've been doing this. Uh, oh, about an hour and 20 minutes. Um, have you got anything else you want to say before? Oh, <laughs> my phone just started there? talking to me there. Did you hear that? Did that come through the microphone? I, I did hear that. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever done that in this podcast. There we go. Um, just turned on Alexa. Uh, yeah, have you got anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I can't think of any. I'm pretty sure I've asked you about everything there is possible to ask you about. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, half of the questions I didn't even know how to answer in the first place. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you couldn't remember basic information about yourself. So, yeah, that was. That it's was just it. because I wasn't, I wasn't ready for, for the question to be asked. Like, I don't know when. Uh, somebody asked me when I started skating for the last time, like no one asks that anymore. Oh, I, I always just remember yeah. it as the year before hoax three came out. Anytime someone's like, when did you start skating? And I'm like the year before hoax three. And they're like, Oh, okay. Right. Okay. What, what year was hoax three? I think it was 96 or 95. I just, the only two things yeah. I can remember is the first video I ever saw was hoax three and vg4 and i'm pretty sure those both came out around the same year and the first time i saw rollerblading was on tv and it was ness and jeff loretto was this guy that became like, i know Am i know who that is well yeah. he was am of the year that year for ness and i was like that's I was, so when people are like what what year did you start skating i'm like the year jeff loretto was was ness am of the year and they're like okay and most people don't know who jeff loretto is so they're like that makes no sense but yeah I, I remember Jeff Loretto because we were watching uh, VG11. That's California Dreaming, right? Or was it was it VG10? Uh, VG10 is sure. Metro, so I, yeah, I think VG11 uh, might be California Dreaming. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's got yeah. he's got he's got like skate park clips in that. I think he even had like three or four uh, street clips in it, and okay. he just he he just stuck out to us. Like we watched uh, the whole thing, and we we're like oh rewind that we need to know the name like who is that dude that was just steezy as hell like he he was really he really stuck out in the whole montage thing yeah basically anyone if they rollerbladed and they had glasses i latched onto it and i was like oh right jeff jeff Lorello wears glasses right he's cool right champion bump stemler he wears glasses he's cool right i'm sticking with these guys and i just yeah anyone that rollerbladed that also i was like they understand my pain that's fine right they get it so i can so jeff stockwell 
Jeff Stockwell as well, one of my all-time favorites. Yep, love Jeff. I don't understand how there's not any footage of his glasses flying off when he skates because mine's literally fly off every session. And sure. he did he did like corks and stuff and like Phillips and yeah. loads of spins. And never once did you see that it makes no sense to me. I don't get it either. Like, But yeah, he's just class of his own, right? He just... He's just oh yeah, he's one of those weirdos. It's just a different, just a different breed. Skate. Jeff Stockwell, the way he, the, just the way he skates, bowls and and spines. Oh, he yeah, he he skates skate parks like they're the easiest thing in the world, and then he skates street like they're skate parks, and you're like, oh okay. That's yeah. what I didn't. Ask. So you can there, just basically do anything. That's what I haven't asked you. Who are your Who are your favorite skaters? Who are the people that like you like to watch the most, or you grew up liking to watch the most? Who Who do you think had the kind of biggest influence on you? Well, uh, when I started, obviously Chris Haffey, because obviously <laughs> it was it was the first that I watched and uh, first video uh, that I actually put on my phone was Leading the Blind, and I watched that like all the time like all the time I, um when i was on my phone i was i was watching that like in terrible quality like really small screen you couldn't really see any tricks that was like this just the outline of his body in different positions yes. but it didn't matter because i couldn't tell any trick anyway like i didn't know what the difference between a torque and a backslide was and i just watched i watched it and i was like wow he's doing big spots that's cool so uh, that's when I try to do grinds to gaps all the time. So I think Chris Heffy was a big influence. And from then on, it just, it just switched every, every, every other month. I think like okay. every time I, I did, uh, I discovered a new skater for myself and was like, all right, this is really cool. And I just, uh, watched all the sections through like, all right, this is the, this is the, the best pro skater that I know. And then someone comes up and he's like, have you seen that and that guy? And I just watched it. And then I got hooked on that again. And then just like, um, yeah. Then it, someone was like, yeah, you know, Chris Heffy, but do you know Brian Aragon? And then you watch Aragon. And then. <laughs> so and who, so on and so on. obviously those, like both those guys haven't kind of skated. Well, Chris obviously skates a lot more than Brian does, but both haven't kind of yeah. skated professionally for a while now who who in recent years do you look at and you're like oh i really enjoy watching their skating both of the kelsos and i knew that was coming I, I, I thought <laughs> you seem because you and ryan parker seem to have a kind of similar like like terrain that you like to skate or similar like like tricks that you that you both kind of favor so i thought there might be a, a basement influence there somewhere yeah basement hands down uh one of the the best things in my opinion that happened to to blading in recent years like it's they just bring out really good content all the time and i i just enjoy watching all the videos that they that they do i mean ryan parker actually uh as well like i watch ryan's edits uh, or his clips all the time and last summer we were um always texting back and forth trick ideas uh, or whatever and um we have that we have a uh, like a really big time difference so just sometimes uh when it's like 10 p.m around here and we were drinking 
uh, we were calling him and he was skating his rail and we were just super drunk telling him tricks that he should do and he was usually lacing them first try and we, we were like uh, on the phone and we're like what the hell is going on like you you tell him to do this insane switch up and then but spin rewind out we want to see if you actually got the trick and then he just does it first try yeah he's one of those perfectionist types i think he just kind of studies tricks or like just nails them down yeah when, once he's got them he's got them yeah exactly you could you could really tell it like that, that's why we we were like all right he has to do this and that spin out of it or this and that trick afterwards because you can only do it if you have the right stance in the trick so we're trying to be mean and and like really like a game of skate vibe <laughs> on that yeah, yeah <laughs> trying to trick him and he was just he was having none of it right okay exactly um yeah that's I mean, I watch basically any video that, that comes up, any video that, that, that comes out, uh, I watch. There's no other particular person that I, um, that I would say sticks out. I mean, Marius, uh, uh, obviously. Okay. Like, gotta support the homies as well. And Fabian too. No, I, I love how you're like, oh, I'll throw his brother's name in there just so that, just so that they, you know. No, Fab no. So Fabian doesn't no, follow. You, you don't understand I like Fabian always. too. <laughs> I always forget that. Like, uh, I remember that that once uh, I was uh, I was actually living with Fabian, and we were filming a shit ton of clips. And when the video came out, I was like, "All right, have I thanked everyone that, that actually was involved in this project?" And then just in the end, someone reminded me, "Hey, dude, weren't you filming with Fabian?" Basically every time and I'm like oh yes that's right fabian's fabian's like right there so it's it's not meant to be mean somehow yeah. it just keeps happening but nah so we'll just we'll fabian's just say fabian if you're watching this it's it's not that it's not that he doesn't love you it's just that he forgets and doesn't remember you i love cause, you because you're not that memorable he just doesn't he just doesn't think you're that well, now, just, you, you said that. I wouldn't say that. I would never say that. That's true. You, you would never <laughs> say that, right? So you've just insulted one of your good friends. I think that's a really good place to wrap this up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Already regret it <laughs> coming to this podcast. I'm, like, I'm sure you were just you were just waiting for me. That was you it. Were just I, actually. I had to... I had it written down. Connor was like, "Make sure, <laughs> make sure you destroy." Um, his friendship with Fabian and I was like that was the last thing to ask so it was fine he, we, we got there in the end you know I wouldn't actually uh, I wasn't I wouldn't be surprised if Connor actually said that you should destroy me in some way like it, it shouldn't be a friendship or, or anything but just try to to make me look as bad as possible weirdly enough when i told him you were coming on he just put um, uh, yeah there was just there was a lot of there was a lot of ha 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 laughters and then uh, yes. I, I'm, I'm sure he did say something along the lines of give him a hard time yeah there was there was something along those lines yeah um thank you very much for taking the time to do this today uh i've yeah taken up like an hour and a half of your time can't wait to see what you're doing next and yeah look forward to the next section Hope you get amazing feedback from the introduction part because I really liked it. I watched yep. it. Actually, I watched it at least five times. Just I was trying to figure out which tricks were switching, which were <laughs> natural. But now that I've got to the bottom of it, that's problem solved. I'm just I'm just gonna keep doing that and just 
gonna keep mixing up tricks so people have to re-watch it the next video that i'm gonna put out so i'm gonna get five times more views because everyone's gonna watch it five times to to figure out Plus, what's switch and what's natural now yeah <laughs> now now that i know what you don't like doing top souls i'm just gonna do top souls the other way just to, and then <laughs> gonna come visit with connor gonna play a game of skate and i'm just gonna destroy you and it's gonna be fine now because i yeah you try me you can't study my footage i can study yours so i've already got <laughs> the unfair advantage yeah we can try that i'm always down for that <laughs> Yeah, I don't fancy my chances. I'm like 15 years older than you. I'll probably get my ass kicked. Um, <laughs> until then, uh, yeah, have a good evening. Thanks for taking the time to do it. Thanks Speak for having me on. And shout out, shout out to TVG Group. I want to shout out my, to my crew. I couldn't see, forget him. See, see, that's that's where the Austrian comes in because I would always pronounce it like TWG, but you're like everyone. TVG. TVG. Right. Okay. TVG. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm practically a local. Right. Speaks in. More or less. See ya. Bye. Bye.